And Sports Talk host Darcy Waldegrave is here with us. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Baboon, Jack Tame. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. I'm going nice. to share some feedback with you, Jack. We will never see proper overseas tours again. No All Blacks and Super Rugby. The NPC is further screwed by a world rugby. We're going to have uh, Sir Brian Williams on after five o'clock, ask him about this uh, new format or these new formats for the men's Second competition of world tier. rugby. Yeah. yeah, what do you think? I think, if anything, I like the idea it makes the mid-year test, it brings meaning to those tests. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that, how they're going to work in when a Northern Hemisphere team tours down here and how they work the points because it's every couple of years they do it. Mm. The six in the Pacific, or the Southern Hemisphere, us, and the six with the Northern Hemisphere, and they'll play each other and then mm. but a final at the end. So that's nice. It brings meaning. I get that. What it may do, though, is take the air out of the tyres of the World Cup. Do you, you think? think That's what? interesting, yeah. Well, you look at it, you're going to have one year where you've got this, and it's yeah. the best 12 teams in the world competing yeah. throughout the year. Next year, you've got a World Cup. Yeah. Next year, yeah. you've got it again. <laughs> Next year, you've got the Lions yeah, too, yeah, so that's your right. dead year. Yeah. So does that take from yeah, the essence of the World Cup in itself? See, I, I think it sucks for Samoa, and I think it sucks for Tonga, because they're going to miss out. And, and here's the thing, because they're at the – they're in the upper echelon of the tier two nations, right? And you think about how rugby, how important rugby is in in those countries, in those societies, compared to the role that rugby plays in, say, Brazil or the Netherlands, some of those countries that are going to be right on the cusp of making a new 24-team World Cup. I, um, I think it's pretty tough because you've got to have competition against those good teams, regular competition against those big teams in order to improve. The other problem up. is that the promotion relegation doesn't hit the ground running until 2030. 2030. So it's a few years before there's yeah. any sign of light yeah. for any of these teams. Yeah. And I expect a lot of that's to do with the fact that the Italians are freaking out that they're going to be mm. playing in the second division. They probably will be. And how yeah. that operates with them playing in Six Nations and what goes on beyond there. But that there are, I think, as Cameron McMillan pointed out in the New Zealand Herald today, he hasn't even got a name. No, I know. Yeah, it's just classic world rugby. <laughs> give, give us a name. Give us like, what is it? <laughs> what did what Vance Millicent, your producer, say was called? Um, the World Championship? No, no. The world MXV. Rugby, the... We've got no WXV, MX... so it should be MXV, right? Oh. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't. I'll be interesting in, uh, interested in BG's opinion. Speaking on this of three-letter acronyms, the NBA season is underway, and all all eyes are on a seven-foot-four rookie at the San Antonio Spurs. Two hundred and twenty-five centimeters. You're a modern man. Yeah, but when you say that, people go, "What?" Well, then yeah. you go seven foot. Ah, oh, right. They're seven foot four. You know, his wingspan is eight feet. His wingspan is crazy. Wingspan. So he's. I mean, I, I mean, if anyone's seen Stephen Adams in the flesh, Stephen Adams is a giant of a human being, and this guy's a full three inches taller. Yeah, but he's nowhere near as bulky. He's quite slender. Yeah. I think he comes under the hundred kg. I think maybe wow. ninety five. So he's skin and bones, as yeah. the food fighters would say, but. He can play everywhere. From what I'm told, from basketball heads, hoop heads out there saying, yeah. look, he's the size of a centre. He plays D like you wouldn't believe. He can move around various swap spots as a swingman. He shoots like mm. a guard. He's, he can steal the ball. Because those arms, ridiculous mm. long ridiculous. arms. They sneak up behind me. Like a, Does he need to jump to off reach the go. hoop? Uh, probably not. But It'd it'd be, be spectacular close. what he yeah. did. Yeah. His name's V-Dub, by the way. Uh, Victor Wembanyama, and he's starting tomorrow for the NBA. 
and we'll see what happens with the Spurs when he gets up and busy. But at $55 million for Oof. a four-year contract Oof. as a 19-year-old, as a <laughs> do you feel like you haven't achieved in life? Yeah, I mean, that buys, what, a sixth of the Wellington Town Hall? <laughs> really? Oh, okay. So it's a lot of money indeed. Hey, very better quickly. get a quarter acre in um, South... Anyway, carry on. Give us 15 seconds on Sports Talk tonight. What you got? Um, tonight we're going to talk to Sumo Scott Stevenson. Oh, yeah. He's all over things like these rugby things, and he's more likely to say something than a lot of administrators who will say nothing. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, so we'll pull that apart, and then we'll get people's ideas as will it actually deflate from the World Cup? How positive? How negative? So on and so forth. And then toward the end of the program, Big Ben Miller ah. out of Fox Sport Radio, he joins us on the show to take a look back at the first two games of this year's NBA because New Zealanders have a unhealthy obsession with their competition don't yeah. they well I don't know if it's unhealthy it's great well it's hey. good for the TAB everyone bets on it yeah. so New Zealand basketball will make a fortune out of it they'll love it <laughs> thank you very much sir Darcy Waldegrave with us for Sports Talk this evening for more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio